Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings in the name of the Lord and welcome to Warren Radio. This is Tower. I'm here with the Watchman and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence to us through our contact page at warn-usa.com. You can listen to our Warn Radio episodes on warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And Warn Radio is now on the following platforms. Amazon Prime Music in Podcast, Spreaker, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Deezer, Spotify, Anchor, and Pocket Cast. And do not miss these posts on warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. Cup of Sorrows, Truth of Righteousness Cup of Sorrows, the battle for truth and righteousness, finds it in the times of sorrow, commonly called the last days or the last of the last days. Nephilim, the thirteenth floor, Lucifer risen, from Still the Darkness, written by Dana Glenn Smith in Book One, let you see how a nation can find itself full of the devil literally. The Still Series book 1, written several years ago, fits into prophecy and excitement. Christian Living, Wise to Do Good and Evil Christian Living, Wise in a World Where Evil Plots and That Which is Good Seems to Fade Away We are, as believers, supposed to be wise concerning good and evil. The Night Far Spent in America A time when the deeds of people mirror those days of lawlessness spoken by the Apostle Paul. This is a time when we see that society is absurdly proud of being evil and prepossessed to to do as they please. The following are the latest posts on warn-usa.com. Noic Prophecy End of Days Classic Warn Radio Series Parts 1 through 7. Noic Prophecy End of Days Classic Warn Radio Series enters in at the gate of a ma- of the major prophecies for the time of the end the last days before the coming of the our Messiah and Lord Jesus Christ to this earth. The hammer and the hammer of justice and freedom brings to the forefront a radical lifestyle. This lifestyle is known to our generation because of his folk song of change. If I had a hammer Be sure to get your copy of The Rising. The Rising is a Christian fiction thriller by the watchman Dana Glenn Smith. Everything was okay, or so they thought. A truth so unbelievable, it took a miracle to fight back. Don't miss The Rising. 
The Rising continues the story of Mac, a former black ops sniper, and details the takeover of America. Hidden within the storyline of The Rising is the truth of what's happening in America now. You can find your copy on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, Ingram, Walmart. You can also get The Rising eBook on Google Play. And you can also get your copy of The Rising by going to danaglinsmith.com. And while on the site, be sure to sign up for the WIBR Warren Radio Newsletter and visit our Christian Books and Resource Shop. And now I welcome in the Watchmen. You're listening to Warren Radio on the WIBR Warren Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn. Greetings, Dana. How are you doing tonight? Well, you know, in spite of the election, I'm doing good. Yeah, it's... Greetings, Dana. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. It's wonderful to be here again. Yeah, I can't believe it. You know, we've already, you know, three months. But we're getting down to spring. That's exciting. Yeah, that's that's or warmer the best. weather, I should say. Yeah. Yeah. Well, our first story up tonight is about India persecution. That's not surprising. No. Nope. They're into burning churches again. And this is over in uh, let's see, Midhya Pradesh. Uh, there's uh, Andre. Pradesh, I think that's how they say it. At any rate, <clears throat> you know, there, there is that ongoing attack on Christians in India, as we well know after all these years of covering it. And, of course, this one happened when three Hindu extremists had uh, set one structure ablaze and they're planning on burning even more than that and you know the the thing that I don't like is that like this one talks about the pastor of the evangelical Lutheran church there and uh he arrived at 11 a.m. to start worship services on Sunday morning. And of course, the whole thing was down. You know, it wasn't there. The walls were blackened with smoke from the fire. The switchboard was burnt. And the name Ram, which is one of the Hindu gods, was written on one of the inside walls. And... Uh, <clears throat> 
before Christmas, the 16-year-old pastor, it says, had finished laying the floor, applied a, you know, paint and fixed a window pane, a pane on the old structure. You know, trying to look, make it look better. And, uh, by the way, this comes to us from Morning Star News, which is a, a good little organization as far as getting the news out. And uh, th there's a lot of various ministries uh, globally that get get their news in this little online Morning Star News. Um, I believe it's dot com. And of course, this also has the Christian Network News, News Network at Christian News, NewsNetwork.net, and you'll see that a lot of times with them uh, sharing stories like that. So to continue, you know, it just gets me, you know, and, and I've talked about this a lot. And that is, these guys know when to strike. And in India, now these are extremists. These aren't the normal ones. They said these were outside the norm. And, and apparently they cut the mesh of the window to break in. I mean, really? Mesh? And, you know, a lot of these people don't have, you know, anything to really protect them. I mean, they, they don't have, you know, night watchmen. They don't have nothing. And so they, they ended up burning the chairs and the pulpit, carpets, table, tambourines, uh, frame drums, and Bible. They threw some, <coughs> probably gas on it, it says inflammatory liquid. So everything got turned to ashes. And this is how the devil works overseas. You know, he finds these people and they decide that they need to go around and burn up Christian churches. The, be the best thing is that there was no loss of life. Yes, that's the good thing, that they didn't attack when people were there. Well, you know, the other thing, they had planned on hitting other churches. and uh, Even a Muslim one, Muslim shrines. And so they, they managed to get those. And he did, uh, you know, uh, they did say that these were fringe elements. You know, I've heard that term so many times. They're just fringe elements. And they do that to kind of explain away, you know, why they got hit. Because they don't want to come out and accuse all the Hindus there of being culprits. First of all, they may not be a culprit. And second of all, even if they were, um, they could riot and cause a lot more trouble. You need to call it out. You can't dance around the bush. And uh, of course they're dancing around and the devil's right there so you got to be careful. You know it's different. It's really 
You know, when you live in America, and we have not had extensive persecution in America, now today we find ourselves divided with people that are basically <coughs> married to the devil and everything that he wants to throw. We've got satanic churches that were open. I mean, when I was, you know, when I was young and Tower was young, you know, there was two sexes, period. There was one God, the Lord God. The churches had different denominations, but we all worshiped one God. We all went to church on Sunday. Yeah, we all went to church on Sunday. It wasn't all this nonsense. So America is really on the firing line now because we have fallen away. And uh, so at any rate, in India, they did file a first information report, and we've talked about this a lot. Now, just because you file one doesn't mean it's going to do any good because most of the time the cops are locals, and they know that if they make the people locally mad or upset or bothered, then they could be targeted. So this is one of those things where you're, you know, tiptoeing around, trying not to step on too many toes while you're trying to protect somebody. Well, it looked like the police registered that first information report for injuring and defiling place of worship with intent to insult the religion of any class. So that's good that they did that. Yeah, but that's the exception rather than the rule. That's the problem. Right. And uh, so Bibles have regularly been set of uh, set of fire, which is that's tragic. They they always pick the Bibles. Always. You know, and and of course, when you're talking about helping. Uh, some of these uh, various uh, groups of believers. The top thing that they ask for is not money. It is Bibles in their own language. That's what they want. That's how important it is. It's more important than anything to them getting the word yeah. of God. You know, a long time ago, I, I made it a point that if I had to rescue one thing, out of my house, it'd be my Bible. Uh huh. That's what I always thought. If I could only had a choice of one thing, that's what I would take. And so, it's just the thing. So, and we've had a lot of stories out of India. It's always the same. Christians being, you know, the pastor getting killed or. Or somebody else getting murdered, the churches getting burned, you know, a riot where they burn the churches. And uh, houses and beat, You know, or burn people. them out in their houses, yeah, where they've all been. We've seen that before, too. Lots of them. Yeah, and, and so it's kind of a different scenario because America and a lot of the nations now, we are in the days of lawlessness as Paul warned about yes we are and there there's a lot of people that a lot of ministries that are expecting the coming of the Lord any time now now I, I can understand what they're doing 
but uh, you better just trust the Lord. When it's time for the Lord to come, He'll come. Until then, keep your eyes on the Lord. That's right, and don't be discouraged by what you see going on around you. Yeah. So at any rate, uh, pray that the Lord will help them to get this village up. Now, if they get a hold of, uh, you know, some of these uh, Christian ministries that uh, that we know about, and uh, they will help restore their church. But but the problem you get at, you know, they can restore the church and then turn around and burn it down again. That's true. But uh, at any rate, you know, we hate to see that. So remember your brothers and sisters. And here, this is a Lutheran church. Don't get caught up in all the denominational hogwash. We're talking about believers here. We're not talking about Lutherans. We're talking about believers. And that's the way it is. You know, we're a... The WIBR Warren Radio does not delineate between denominations. If you're good enough to get burned out for the Lord, you're good enough to be called a believer. If you're good enough to be murdered for the Lord, you're good enough, more than good enough, to be called a believer. And I don't care. I don't pay attention to denominations. Well, I believe the... um denominations around the world in other countries are have deeper commitments than some of the same churches like here in America. Well, and that's true because some of the churches here in America, you know, are cold. Well, we've got a lot of various problems. Uh, and especially having to do with not really a believer, even if they're in a church. Right. But see, this is the way it goes. When these people are burning out people to kill, they're burning out people that worship the Lord, that pray, that fast, that talk to others about the Lord. If you're backslidden or cold or if you're some other issue that attacks these churches or filled with them, you know, you're, you're not a danger, endangered, usually. Well, the yeah. ones that the devil wants to kill are the ones that are on fire and hot and trust the Lord. That's the way it is. Yeah, a nominal Christian isn't going to be, isn't going to put up with persecution like that. Yeah. So at any rate... Yep, we hate to see that. Yes, we do. Now, this is kind of... Uh, this next one is a world on fire for hell. I wrote this not too long ago. And I always feature articles that we have. A world on fire for hell, but God has other plans for you. Amen. Meekness instructing those that oppose themselves, if God peradventure will give them repentance to the acknowledging of the truth, and that they may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil who are taken captive by him as at his will. 
Now see, today we can surely say the world is on fire, especially for hell. Yes, they are. The devil is rampaging across the world, and we know that the appearance of the dark one is going to come one day. But as this article points out, God has other plans for you. Amidst the conflict that we face today in America and around the world, and America is in a terrible conflict right now. We are divided, uh, and we have a lot of dark uh, Satanism, witchcraft, witches, warlocks, and every kind of evil here right now, and we embrace that. Our politics are divisive. Our nation has never been more divided it has never been more unclean and impure than it is at this moment right now. But see, amidst everything, Christ Jesus is the victor. And he's the victor every time. And he brings those in the fire with him out into the light of victory and deliverance. The conflict we face is one with darkness using principalities and powers of deception and delusion. And that's very important to remember. Because even as we have all these other things going on, we also have revivals that's been in the news for the last several weeks. And I've been praying for revival because revival is the only thing that's going to save America. And so here we are. You know, this is the way the battlegrounds are set. And, and Tower, I think that's one of the things that people need to realize no matter what church they're setting in if you're really a true believer no matter what church you're in there the you know there is powers of darkness that surround everybody today Absolutely. and so at the same time you look at all this, and for Tower and I, we know what's at stake. We've been warning America for many years. But really what's at stake for us in America is the way of life. It's the very existence of this nation. And while I say that, for many years I've been warning that America, as you know it, will cease to exist. And that w will occur. But there's a lot of issues here at the same time. But for right now, the conflict is here. And I personally don't think I've seen this conflict like this in America in all my year years here. How about you, Tom? No, I don't. I have not. And I mean, we're not talking about just uh, light sins here. I mean, we're talking about um, groups that are Marxists and socialists marching in the street. We're talking about Democrats who have taken power and, at, you know, in the past and have not done anything to stop the division and the burning and the looting. We're talking about dark agendas and globalist agendas. We're talking about people that are willing to do anything to destroy America. And there's people that'll do anything, including serve the devil. And that's what we have here. We have young people serving the devil. 
and they quite readily admit it. There's a lot of them that are proud to be uh, of the devil. They're they're proud to go to satanic uh, meetings and everything else. And so we could truly say the world is on fire today, on fire for hell. But God has other plans for you. And what this does is bring the world of today, both the lawless world and the world of those who have found themselves redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. We are in a society today that's careening into the abyss of lawlessness. And at the same time, we have people that know the Lord and pray and fast and, and you know, believe that God will win. And so this is the chaotic times of which we live. And when I look at this, I, I think, you know, Tower, all, all the years behind us. And, you know, we we had sin, but when did we put a satanic temple up like, like in... Uh, New Mexico for abortions yeah yeah for abortions and to sacrifice that baby in the name of Satan that is like passing your children through the fire and the bail they used to be behind closed doors and now it's blatant in your face and so this this is the way the power of darkness works. This is the end of days. This is the lawlessness, lawlessness. And that's why you need to keep your eyes on the Lord. And and I mean it when it says God has other plans for you. And and he has plans to redeem you, to keep you. And you need to pray and pray for protection. You need to you know understand that you can bind things that come against you and your family. And I, I absolutely believe God's able to deliver you out of anything. Amen. I, I believe he can heal anything. He can deliver anyone. And he can stop the fierce battle of hell from destroying you. Amen. And until you truly believe that, you're going to have trouble in the days we live. And so you can read this article over on DanaGlennSmith.com or Warn-USA.com. Well, I want to put this scripture in. It's Proverbs 3, verse 25. Be not afraid of sudden fear, neither of the desolation of the wicked when it comes. For the Lord shall be thy confidence and shall keep thy foot from being taken there you don't have to be afraid you don't have to fear these things yeah fear is a snare it is that's for sure and so check out that article go by our websites at warren-usa.com danaglinsmith.com they both have uh, uh, been redone they have a new look to them and uh, so check it out are you ready for your next one yes this story is very disturbing it's out of China it's uh, China's labor market for young Uyghur women part one 
So there's a picture of these three beautiful young girls asleep in a car because they'd been traveling for like 60 hours going to, um, I think they've um, been deceived. They answered an ad to go to the other side of the country to work in a factory. And today, the three people, this is an ad from the woman, um, the woman running it. Today, the three people I received are Uyghur girls from Kashgar. They have been in the car for 60 hours and are asleep now. And um, so then they, after the camera turns to, the, to a street view, now we are on our way to Oaks Factory for an immediate interview. We will prepare the dormitory as soon as the interview is over. Tomorrow morning, we will have a physical examination and afternoon training. The day after tomorrow, they can officially go to work. I wish everyone smooth work and good health. This, to me, is very disturbing. It's deceitful. It's what they're doing to these girls. You know, I, in the next part, <clears throat> I think the same thing before I even got to this part. Why does the image of child human trafficking come to mind? Could it be the youth of the girls, or maybe the tone of the speaker, along with her nonverbal signals referring to the Uyghur girls? And um, <coughs> the perceptible attitude that the girls are goods received in some commercial transaction. The posting of the video by the labor transfer agent seems more akin to an advertisement of the Uyghur girls than a workforce transaction notification. And another video by the same labor transfer agent calls for Uyghurs willing to transfer or travel to mainland China for work. And here's the translated ad from Chinese. Hello everyone. We expect um, it's I can't pronounce that. Yiqing workforce here. We expect to leave on the fifth or sixth day of the first lunar month. The Oaks Air Conditioning Factory in Nanchang and the TCL Air Conditioning Factory in Wuhan. The age introduction target is 16 to 53. No limit of male or female, regardless of education. Of course, the first batch of departure includes a special discount on the welfare policy. There are many benefits such as free bedding and free medical examinations and large gift packages. Well, this is the first group of people to depart. The factory is particularly supportive because many Han's friends have not returned to work after returning home for the new, for the new year. The factory has a large number of orders and there is also a large number of workforce shortages. Well, if you want to go, hurry up and we will organize the departure in a unified manner. That That is very deceiving. It just, you know, Dana, it's very disturbing. Well, we know. And they're taking them to another part of the country that where they don't speak their language and they um, also 
I'm sorry I lost my train of thought. Well, you know, we know what they do to the Uyghurs anyway. Yeah. We know that they set them up a lot of times, and a lot of the Uyghur prisoners, uh, they will actually, and this happened to a lot of the adults, uh, they take uh, uh, certain body parts or certain, you know, like your heart or liver or whatever. Kidneys. They and they sell it online. On the black market, they kill them. Yeah. And uh, the Uyghurs have been, you know, punished for, uh, you know, it's a genocide for years and years, but carried on by the Chinese government. And so when you take these young girls and you have another Chinese girl who's, who's the agent, um, it, it always makes you wonder what they're up to. And do I believe... And see, this is the difference in the factories. When they go to that factory, they're, they're the possession of the factory. That's where they have to be. This is communist China. And the fact that they talked about those people who went home... Yeah. That's probably a lie, too. Well, you know, the ones that do get to go home, they're probably real Chinese. It's the Uyghurs. Yeah. So at any rate, we'll uh, continue with part two. And uh, now we want to move to uh, Sudan. And Sudan's always been a problem, as long as I can remember. And, uh, you know, the first uh, verse of this, uh, this comes from uh, Morning Star News as well. And, of course, this uh, was put up on uh, Christian News Network. Christian News. Christian Network News, not net. Um, an evangelist in western Sudan has gone into hiding following attacks by Muslim extremists. So, so that's about par for the course of, over there. And uh, this was uh, Ahmad. We don't need to go through the rest of the name. Uh, and he was in North Darfur. Now remember, in Sudan, there's the Muslim part. I believe that's in the north. Uh, north and then there's the Christians that at one time, not too long ago, had actually had a Christian Sudan, and they had a president. I'm not sure where that all sits today, but they've had a lot of troubles. And all of his uncles, his uncles are Muslim. And, and this is common. You know, if you live in some of these nations and you... Um, become a Christian, you're on your own. Your family disowns you. In some case, they'll try to kill you. And so this is a typical uh, modus operandi for the Muslims in these areas. And that includes all of Africa and a lot of, a lot of these places. And uh, he disciples about 25 Christians who all came out of Muslim upbringing. But see, we also have some other friends. Uh, Bibles for the Mideast group who have the, the assembly of the loving God. They have, they're scattered over a large area and uh, the ones that started that ministry were Muslim. They all came to the Lord. 
and uh, they've been doing this for many many years so it's not unusual you know to see that that these Muslims that come to the Lord uh, really do um, are quite successful in what they do and so uh, it's not unusual for them to be targeted and he, this evangelist continues to talk and he said there was another group that was sent to his house uh, with the mission to arrest and kidnap me he said that he did narrowly escape and relatives came to his house and threatened him saying he must renounce Christianity and return to Islam and see he had put his faith in Christ 10 years ago and the relatives have been monitoring his house well see these Muslims don't understand this you know at all they they can't understand this being born again in change tower no they can't nope and so it's you know it's just the way it is in America we, we don't really have those issues I mean we have issues today but growing up we didn't have issues like that I mean you could go to any church you want you could do anything you were free and that's the thing that made America so great and that's why people come to America even to this day wanting the freedom that Americans have and he's this evangelist says the situation is very very difficult he admits he's not safe at all and he asked for all the brothers to pray and he asked for help to get out from the area to a safer place and I I pray that the Lord will help this guy get out of here yes amen and because there there are ministries uh, with boots on the ground that that we uh, send help for them to do this kind of stuff and uh, you know the bottom line of it is is that you know his particular request has to make it to that ministry headquarters <laughs> because if they don't you know it, it's terrible and of course he says uh, he hasn't eaten for two days and so th this is the kind of thing that that is going on overseas so I hope you realize if you do live in another country besides Sudan you, you know that uh, Christians actually globally around the world are having a lot a lot of trouble there, there's a lot of persecution there's a lot of martyrdom uh, there's a lot of them being thrown in prison um, but we do get good news and the Lord is on the throne and we see you know, you're actually seeing through the efforts of these Muslims who are preaching the gospel, who are now brothers in Christ, um, making a very good advancement, and it's not easy, and it is dangerous. So pray for the brethren, especially those who are in a persecuted area like this, and uh, because they need your prayers, they need deliverance, they need help. And so we're moving on. 
This comes from Christian News Network Newswire. And it's via the Truth and Liberty Coalition. You go to uh, truthandliberty.net. And, of course, this is one of these ministries that uh, calls for uh, free speech. And, of course, from the standpoint of the WIBR Warren Radio, we are called to live for Christ, period. We are to be a light in a dying world. We are not to submit ourselves you know, to darkness. We are to remove that darkness by the power of prayer in God Almighty. Now, you're not going to get rid of all the darkness in the world, but you can help deliver people. As believers, we can stand for truth and against those whose godlessness and hatred has pushed this nation, and I'm speaking of America, past the brink of lawlessness and division right into the apocalypse for the United States. And that is what officially at the WIBR Warren Radio does and preach and stand against is what is happening in this country and around the world. And the Truth and Liberty Coalition believes that all Americans but most especially Christians, must stand united in defense of this sacred and unalienable right. Our founders gave it first place for a good reason. Freedom of speech is essential to the pursuit of happiness and self-governance. And, you know, what is so disturbing about this tower is we have tons of young people Tons of young people that openly serve Satan and are proud of it, yeah. openly go to the satanic church or some other place just like that. We have young people that are openly serving with BLM and Antifa, and they get violent, they steal, they thieve, uh, they beat up people. Um, we, we see a lot of them that will march in the street against America. And they want socialism. And one thing in the socialist country you don't have is free speech. That's right. The only reason that they can be doing what they do today, like these kids get in there and we know what happened. You know, there for a long time, BLM and Antifa were burning down parts of California cities and in other places, and they were stealing them. We have major... Uh, um, chain companies that are getting out of certain areas because it's so violent. They steal, they thieve, they riot. And if this wasn't a free country, you wouldn't be able to shoot your mouth off and be proud of your thievery. But the thing of it is, when I was growing up, we had a couple of riots. And there was protests during the Vietnam War. But America has never seen the stupidity, the stubbornness, and the pride of these people who are wrong in what they're doing. 
We have never seen this before. Not at this amount. And this is one word for this. This is judgment. And I've been warning people of judgment for many years. And so, you know, you have people like the Truth and Liberty Coalition, among others, and there are others, that stand up for freedom. And of course, you know, as William Federer often says, this is what they, they're quoting, the more, most important thing is to preach the gospel. The second most important thing is to preserve the freedom to do the most important thing. Yeah, I like that. The erosion of free speech rights under the American institutions, increasingly hostile to the church, is truly alarming. Joe Biden and the Democrat Party have attacked fundamental beliefs at the core of Christianity, including the sanctity of life and the biblically defined marriage along with free speech. Now see, that's exactly what they've done. The sanctity of life is a push for abortion, even to the latest terms that you can get away with it. And past birth. Yeah, it's horrible. Yep. And then biblically divine marriage in this country, what do we, we don't even know what that is anymore. And you know, and your corporate uh, corporations like Hershey's, you know, what did they do? They came out with a, uh, a candy bar and called it her she with nuts. Yeah, and it's a transgendered woman, and it's in celebration of Women's Month. But instead, they've got a transgendered guy there, baloney. This is how corrupt we are. Yeah, it's to the core. And, you know, you can't argue your way out of this. This is a sin problem. This is a pride problem. See, when a nation or any people do what they want to do in violation of what God says, eventually there is a reckoning. And for America, that reckoning hasn't even arrived yet. But that reckoning will come. And so the letter is rather long. I'm not going to read it all. But the one thing we do, like in Galatians 5.1, I want to read this. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ has made us free, and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Amen. And I would say that to the entire America that I know, that you're getting yourself already entangled in the yoke of the flesh and the bondage of sin. And if you continue to be stubborn and proud, you will be cut off. And you will not like it. So, we're ready for you, Tower. Okay. This is China's labor market for Young Uyghur Women Part 2. So what's the real story? The tone and presentation of the recruiter implies a voluntary and beneficial offer of gainful employment, even an enticement with benefits and gifts. 
But what about 16-year-olds and the three teenage girls? What could have possibly persuaded them to voluntarily leave their homes in Kashgar, their families, their friends, their support, their world, and travel to a far side of China where their language is not spoken but actively suppressed and any Uyghur and Muslim is discriminated against? How long will it take for them to find that their dormitory is a fully monitored, secure prison. They will have no freedom of moving about. They will have to attend long study sessions and with songs and chants praising Z and the Communist Chinese Party, or the Chinese Communist Party, that their wages will be a fraction of what their Han co-workers earns, that they will be in debt to cover their travel expenses and other charges, that anything they say that is unacceptable will earn a severe punishment and any indiscretion at will will send them to re-education camps or worse. They'll be alone and unprotected and under the complete and total control of their employers. Any abuse they may encounter will go unpunished. Their problems have started with communication issues as seen in this video, which we can't play that. But then, with the Chinese party state actively involved in a campaign of forcibly assimilating Uyghurs into Han's Chinese society by means of mixed marriages, these teenage Uyghur girls are prime candidates for such marriage. For such marriages. You know, this is horrible. They're trying to um, pollute or um, dilute the Uyghurs by forcing them into the marriage with another, with the Han people. You know, that's terrible, Dana. It what is. they're doing to these girls. It is. And I, I worry about them going into the um, sex trade. Well, you know, the thing of it is, is that that is a ploy that, that happens in nations. And uh, we saw that with... Uh, the Assyrians under uh, Sennacherib's dad when he uh, attacked the northern tribes and took them all captive. Uh, and they weren't like Judah. Judah was actually brought back into the land um, after 70 years of captivity. But it, the northern tribes did. That's why we call them the lost tribes. And, and the idea is you um, blend in with a people like that and the males take women of these people, get them pregnant, they raise their kids and after several generations they're no longer what they were and they've diluted the gene pool and, uh, and of course this includes killing the mother and the dads and anybody around that don't like it and uh, you know, when we see things like what we're talking about with the Uyghurs, everything connected to the Uyghurs is not good. They're treated terrible. You know, their their bodies are up for sale. If, if they want to have a liver or a heart or anything else, they'll just kill them on the table and, and take them and, and the heart goes wherever they... Um, on the black market for yeah. money. Well, I have people with money that that do that. 
And there's there are also a lot of them imprisoned in the um, enforced labor markets, making goods for America and other countries. They're all locked up in these concentration camps. Yeah, they are. And so when we go through this, you know, about these young girls, you know, the per the first reaction from me is, I can't believe they went. And the second reaction is, they've got to know what, you know, the cost is. They, they've got to think somewhere along the line, you know, somebody had to have warned them. But who knows? You know, maybe this is legit. But I think they're pretty naive that they really, um, they're being enticed with all these good things. Well, that's true. When it's too good, what is that saying? Too if good it, to be true? If it's too good to be true, it probably is. Yeah. And so... I certainly don't fault them. I think they're naive and they hoping for a better life and don't realize what they're getting into, what it's going to cost them. Well, people want a better life, you know? Yeah, and you can't blame them. And the thing here is that you hope and pray that it'll work out for them because, you know, That's this right. is... China cannot be trusted. We know what they do. You know, the news has been consistent when we talk about the Uyghurs and how China treats them. So th this is not a good thing. But, uh, you know, the families could be poor. The families could be in a situation where they can't do nothing. And the girls went together because they are all friends or they all knew one another. And they want to help their families. Yeah. So... At any rate, pray for the Uyghurs. We we would like to see them delivered from the bondages they're in. We'd like to see them come to the Lord. And uh, yes, amen. God knows that there are a lot of Christians in China, but they have been also oppressed. And all this coming uh, at the hand of Z himself. So th this is, uh, you got to remember some of the biggest genocide came from Stalin and Mao biggest genocides in the world so you know China is capable of this kind of stuff so we are over here now in the censorship and we covered that and you did your China's labor market. Desperate Haiti is next. Yeah. You know, the thing of it is, when we cover Haiti, I want to know, how is it that Haiti has been racked by hunger, fear, and violence for many years? I mean, how many, you know, even Bill Clinton and his wife had some kind of an organization that went down there to help them. They had the Clinton Foundation. Yeah. And they were and supposed to help them. Nobody's helped them. And the Clintons didn't help them. They gave them a small donation, but not anything that they were promised. 
But see, in Haiti, Santeria, akin to devil worship, you know, is one of the paramount things going on down there, witchcraft. And uh, here, this comes from BarnabasAid.org. BarnabasAid is one of those that uh, we recommend when you um, are looking for an organization uh, to give money to. They have boots on the ground. They're trustworthy. They say that 100% of what you give to them goes to the purpose for which it's intended. And, of course, when you get in Haiti, and there's been a lot of violence down in Haiti all along, and gangs, of course, are trouble. And uh, people are afraid to leave their home, their houses, even to go shopping for food. Well, the problem of it is, is do they have food to go shopping for? And then you add in the devastation from earthquakes and frequent hurricanes. Every time I turn around, they've got something. You know, I, I wouldn't want to live in Haiti. Because they always have something coming. And Haiti is desperately poor. And, and you wonder, you know, why, why do we allow this kind of thing to go on? Why doesn't somebody do something and fix this place? You know, we just let them sit on a little small island and they starve to death. They kill one another, you know, and then they get into their little witchcraft and Santeria and stuff and, you know, and try to get that going. So, pray for Haiti. Cholera outbreak, which began in October last year, infected so far 13,000 people and killed more than 450. No medical services because of the gangs, and the gangs make it difficult for everybody. So they need help. Remember Haiti, and remember Barnabas Aid is there. And no, we don't get paid for saying their names. We don't do that. So... Pray for Haiti and pray for the people. And we're coming down to the end now, Tower. And the things that I can say. You know, they're even kidnapping Christians over there. Yeah, it's um, situation around the world in many countries is very dire. They're it desperate. Is. We need to pray for our brothers and sisters around the world and help where we can and and I want to thank all of you for joining us tonight we love you we always pray for you look to the Lord in all your doings stay safe and thank you for what you do for the king may God richly bless you and keep you pray for us as we pray for you we love you we love you dearly Good night, everybody. Don't forget to go to our websites at warn-usa.com, danaglinsmith.com. Till next time, shalom, everybody. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warn Radio.